So it's always a constant battle of saving themselves and then coming up with solutions. And they're always in their head. So when they experience physical love, there is none. They're always in their head. And then when they do say experience it in those rare moments, they worry about losing it. And then we carry that burden of love again in the headspace. Welcome to Masajati's podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where you can transform simply by listening. Experience the power of frequencies and the next step in consciousness evolution. Masajati, welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where Exponential Intelligence is a guide. It's a podcast that allows you, to help you create a roadmap to higher standards of living abundance and then higher levels of consciousness through higher levels of consciousness today's topic burden of love so we're going to discuss why does love burden us does love have to burden us and then five different types of burdens on uh, five different types of burdens and where they are in our body and then how to release those burdens okay it's a really sensitive topic you know we all want love we all want that connection with somebody but then we always ask ourselves, what do I have to pay for that love? Go back in your memories, go back to your experiences. What did you pay for the love that you had? What did you pay for those relationships that you had, right? How much of yourself did you give away? Whether it's physical relationships, especially for, for women, right? They give of themselves to hold on to that man that they think that they love or they want them to love them but it doesn't work out, and then you feel more depleted, right? Or you have to say, sacrifice yourself for somebody, right? I sacrificed so-and-so. I sacrificed my job, my opportunity to raise the loved ones, right? My kids, or I sacrificed, because that's the big thing in, in some of the romance novels, some of the movies, right? It's either the lover or the career, the lover or the family, the love or whatever. And it makes really good romance novels, but is that the way you want to live? Is that the type of love that you want to have? Okay. So we have to ask ourselves, why does love burden us? And why did God or why this definition of burdening? And by burdening, literally, it's about lack, control, and sacrifice. Again, you've heard me talk about this over and over again on, say, the consciousness. This is a different twist on it. So why did God create, say, love that would have to create lack, sacrifice, or control? It didn't. That's our definition of it. It's been watered down. At a pure definition of what love is. Again, the most utmost purest definition of what love is. Right? At that level, love is an energy state that expands you into, say, limitless probabilities or potentials of who you are. It allows you to maintain stability at the same time while you are in that expanded state. It's a centering device. Literally, it anchors you because that's what love is. It's supposed to be an anchor component. In this reality, it still anchors you, but it destroys you at the same time. In the higher definitions of love, it anchors you to an identity of who you are. And then at the same time, it allows you to expand the possibilities or your limitless potential. So 
to water it down a bit, it allows you to feel human, the top level human that you can be, right? Superhuman, as you feel your, your limitless self or your timeless self or what you might call your spirit. So how many of you, again, I might not see you raise your hand, but raise your hand. How many of you would want that kind of love? That kind of love, there is no any other definition. Uh, you've got pure love here. You've got unconditional love. You've got all these the variations of love. But again, the definition of that pure love I just talked about, that's the love that we're striving for. But with every layer of distorted consciousness or with every layer of filters that we use to create this reality, that definition of love gets more and more and more distorted till we come into and land on this consciousness. And this consciousness, you've heard me say it before, and if you haven't, you can listen to the Moss Experience on the Best You TV. It talks about the consciousness, what consciousness is, how realities uh, and consciousness work together, all that stuff. Again, the logistics or it's science, the deep science behind realities and consciousness. In this consciousness, the ingredients on how we render or create this reality consist of lack, control, sacrifice. And that's why love burdens us. We always have to exchange something for love, right? We always have to control something for love. Think of how uh, people who are really insecure, they want that love that you have, for example. What do they do? They make you feel insecure themselves, right? Or they control you somehow. There's people, there's a ton of people, especially while we're here in the California area, LA area, right? What do a lot of women do? They want security. So they exchange their love for security. How is that going for you? It doesn't work out. It never works out, right? So let's go into five different types of burdens and then the body location, okay? So one, the head, okay? Now, there are different reasons why you say worry this way or hold on to other people's burdens, by the way, okay? So in most scenarios, when you give of yourself, there's always a burden that is associated on how you burden yourself, whether through love or help or anything else that you do, okay? So five different types of burdens and their body locations. The one is the head. So this is an individual that is a constant worrier. Okay? This individual in the burden of love, whether they hold on again to people's pains in this scenario, talking about love, they'll hold on to your love. And this is how they would handle the, the, the relationship. In this scenario, the person who is uh, always in their mind, they always worry. They always worry about losing you. This is the jealous state. This is where it gets to a point that they literally cannot live without you. Again, it's all possibilities. They create realities that are could be true, might not be true. It doesn't matter. But they create themselves into a frenzy. And then what happens to that love? How many of you experience that type of love? Right? These are solution finders for individuals. These are the people that, these are the people that, oh, I'm I'm gonna love somebody. And then they always find solutions to well, better you, but then not themselves. And this is where that you get inundated with 
that helper person that wants to love you, whether it's a mom, whether it's your partner, whether whatever it is, that boss, right? Or whether that's person that's trying to save the world. They want to help so much because they're always, again, finding solutions to save the world or save their marriage or save their relationship. So it's always a constant battle of saving themselves and then coming up with solutions. And they're always in their head. So when they experience physical love, there is none. They're always in their head. And then when they do say experience it in those rare moments, they worry about losing it. And then we carry that burden of love again in the headspace. The next step is neck. So this is where this is where we feel burden. We feel the sacrifice that other people have given for, for them to love you. Right? The classic example is, you know, the parent. The parent that goes, you know, uh, in, uh, it's really sad. A lot of you suffer from this because the parent, you know, and again, especially un unwanted pregnancies, right? They look at you and they go, you know what? If it wasn't for you, my life would be X, Y, and Z. That's a sacrifice to love you, right? It doesn't bode well for those children that grow up that way, by the way. It doesn't bode well either when your parents go, I worked day and night. I did this. I suffered. I went through hell and high water to put you through college, to give you the life that you have. You should be grateful. As soon as they say that, basically what they're telling you is that you should feel guilty enough and then here wear this chain this heavy necklace that's wrapped around your neck you can never pay them back by the way no matter what you do you can come you can become say that star that that brilliant child that they always wished for you'd never feel you'd never be good enough because those chains once they're put on hardly go away and most people don't know how to get rid of those chains so these individuals, they'll feel guilt. So whether you're, you're being loved or the lover, you'd use guilt to love somebody. Or you'll feel guilt and you have to love that person. Okay? Guilt, shame, rejection, uh, patterns of abuse, by the way, happen in this pattern. Or if you're feeling the shackles of love. I went to Paris. They had a bridge of, what are they called? The bridge of love? Right? called the Bridge of Love. And what they do is that you know, partners, lovers, they go there and they put a lock on this bridge. And it got so heavy that the bridge was going to fall down with all the tons of locks that are there. So they actually they had to move it. But you know, I was going through and I could tap into anything. I, I'm reading all these locks and there's so many locks there. That's not real love. There you go. It's an expression of love. It's not. It's, it's because... You are so worried right, that you're going to lose that love, that you even went to Paris and locked your love in, just like marriage. Most people who want to marry somebody or seduce somebody to marry them or force them to marry them. Why is it? Not because of love. It's because they want to be assured. They want to be guaranteed that that person is going to stick around. Again, it's the shackles that they're put on heavy. And these, are, these aren't like a golden necklace like I have here. It's beautiful, right? It's wrapped around. It's beautiful. 
No, these are big ass chains, you know, that are anchored and they're heavy and they're rusted and they're just yucky and they put them on your, uh, put them on your neck and it's burdensome. A lot of you, again, you're even, it's so heavy that your back start to curve. A lot of you get so heavy that you don't know how to take it off. You would prefer getting cancers or wanting to die some other way because, well, you wouldn't want to commit suicide, but a good excuse to get out of that relationship, right? Whether it's an intimate relationship or, uh, you know, a parent or a child, whatever it might be, right? You just want to escape, but you don't know how to. A good way to do that is create an illness or something like that and then disconnect. The sad thing about that is since it's a sacrifice or a burden, right, of shackles around your neck, say that you die because of that. Well, it fulfills the prophecy. Now that shackle that they, that they gave to you gets, it doesn't go away from you, by the way. You still have it even on the other side, right? I know because I can see all levels of realities, right? They magnify the shackle onto them. And then because of how much they loved you, right? And now you're gone, they can't release that shackle. And that it gets heavier and heavier and literally buries them in a hole. Unfortunately, as they get buried, they're going to expect their family members or another lover to pull them back out. So that's that type of love. The next type is the heart, heart-based. Thanks for joining. The episode you just listened to is encoded with frequencies of higher consciousness. It's normal if you begin to feel differently or confused. It's the process of change. For best results, observe and practice spatial referencing. Ask yourself, what if I could choose things differently? To learn more, subscribe to the Exponential Intelligence Podcast, sign up for the newsletter for exclusive information and offers, or join Maz on social media through the links in the show notes below.